Hello, and welcome to Pressing Matters, a fly-on-the-wall-style podcast about WordPress, business, and life. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plug-in author and works for Delicious Brains, and Jack runs better notifications for WP and his web design agency. Let's get on with the show. This episode is sponsored by Fastspring, the full-service e-commerce solution that enables software companies to sell more, stay lean, and compete big. Find out more on fastspring.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pressing Matters. Actually, the last episode of Pressing Matters for 2020. I think that's what we're doing, Jack. It's, what are we, recording on the 18th of December? So, yeah, we're both winding down. Um, Jack, how's it going? How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, we haven't actually spoken all that much like the last month, have we? We've both been just crazy busy releases, end of year stuff, haven't we? It's just, um, I know I've had like, you know, my corporation tax to deal with and like a number of releases and it's just been, it's been super, super busy. Everyone wants everything done before Christmas, don't they? So. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And the kids broke up early from school with like COVID stuff. So it's been a bit crazy here, but yeah, our last oh, yeah. episode was the, the, um, the chat with Hannah, and that was yeah, that was a while ago. But um, good chat if yeah. you've not listened to that yet. Episode forty, that was a really really good episode. Um, it was yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it has been bonkers, hasn't it? I guess always crazy in the run up to Christmas, but twenty twenty is a year without precedent, isn't it? It's just mad. Yeah, it has been crazy. Yeah, I am. I'm really looking forward to some time off now. Actually, I, I realised that I'm sure a lot of people in the same way. You know, no one's had holidays. Um, no one's had like any real time off. Um, so you know, where I would have taken, I usually try and take like a really good solid like one or two weeks off, like um, in the first kind of third of the year, in the last third of the year, and then have like a summer holiday somewhere in the middle. And that hasn't happened. And I've had to fit in with um, you know. Uh, obviously childcare earlier in the year and um, you know mm. trying to do school holidays as well I try and take time off at during school holidays and um, it's it's been it's been very very difficult to kind of do all of that this year it's been really unnatural um, feeling you yeah. know so I'm really looking forward to some actual time off where I know that everyone else is also going to be taking some time off so um, yeah. yeah I'm really looking forward to that. So what are you doing work-wise for shutting down over Christmas like with your clients and plugins and support and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think I'll probably have to check in, like, specifically for support every kind of couple of days or something, mm. um, like I would normally do on any other holiday, um, which I sort of put into practice last year and worked quite well. But otherwise, yeah, no uh, client emails and work and everything I'll be handling in the new year. I've put my out of office on, you know, yeah. um, it's all pretty standard, really. I, I, I make sure my um, my holiday dates and calendar dates and everything are easily accessible from my website or from a link in my email footer as well so clients can see when I'm actually off as well. Is this your last week of client work then? Are you finished wrapping up basically all your projects today or are you doing some yes. work into next week? Yeah. No, 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 today is my last day. In fact, I'm finishing slightly earlier so I can go with my wife and pick up my daughter from school together, which we never normally do. It's either her or it's me. So I yeah. thought that'd be a nice thing to do and it's a nice way to say that's the end of my working year, I guess. Yeah, nice. It's actually the last day of the Delicious Brains kind of calendar this year. We've we now basically off um, next week for a couple of weeks into the new year, really. So apart from picking up support and stuff. So yeah, for me, there's no client work um, from sort of, you know from the end of today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll try, I need to try and chill out this Christmas as well. But things just like you know when you've got side projects. 
it's non-stop, isn't it? I mean, we ju- you just talked about support. You're still going to have to check in on support for your plugins because mm. you can't not you can't just say no, sorry, like you know the, the delicious range plugins we have support covering throughout the the holidays, maybe not Christmas Day, New Year's Day type thing, but um, that stuff never stops, does it? But um, no, and I, I think if you sort of you know did something like switched off you know support on your website or something like that, people would either say to try and sort of you know curb it and say no, you have to publish uh, you know a support ticket in the new year or something like that when I'm back. Um, I think people will just find another way to get hold of you, and they'll be even yeah. more cross that they found it so difficult. So I think it's just yeah. best just to leave those things open and just say there will be a delay or two, you know, if I'm away. Mm. So um, and I think that's that's more acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean WP user manager had its big 2.4 release the other last last week or the week before and I kind of put mm-hmm. in the blog post this is the last big release of the year. But then since that there was a 2.4.1 with a couple of fixes and some other um bits and bobs in there and I need to really polish off a 2.4.2 release with some other fixes. So I need to really get that done as early as possible because I don't want to be doing it into the Christmas holidays but I don't know, like, it's just still another, like, the theme of what we've been discussing all year is it's just hard to not do stuff uh, when it's either interesting, like Plugin Rank, for example, or WP User Manager, I've got customers, it's growing, so therefore people need more stuff. You release new add-ons, that needs more support, and it's just, it's this snowball effect where you can't, um, it's really hard to sort of slow down and pause um mm. but yeah yeah it's it's christmas soon so that's that's good yeah i know anyway, what, you, what you um speaking from experience i two minutes before we started recording i actually released 1.4.2 <laughs> of um <laughs> of content notify where um i literally spent half an hour just kind of debugging an issue that came out of my 1.4 release um which mm. i made two days ago and i made the 1.4.1 release yesterday so um and they're just little things it's not like i haven't tested these things they're things that um, you know, very specific to a specific customer or something like that, and yeah. there's there's no real way of testing for it. But that's that's the same with everyone, I think. So I yeah. uh, I just kind of pushed out the releases super super quickly. And I find that I, I don't know about you, but I find that I make a big release, and then there's a couple of very small like you know um, releases in the subsequent days, and then it's yeah. fine until the next major you do version. Big, exactly. And yeah. I think this year as well, like when I was pu- obviously. WP user manager I took on last September, so I've had it for over a year. But when I was just yeah. releasing in- Integrate plugin, my Integrate releases for that Instagram plugin, I was always quite scared of releases, like the release process, especially the free version on .org, like mucking it up and having people sort of it broken. And I would always probably release less often than I should. Mm. Um, but with WP user manager this year, there's been so many needs for releases of the main plugin that's on .org and the, the premium add-ons that. I've just released so much that now I'm I'm not scared of it. I, I'm quite happy to push out a, a point release fix for a specific customer issue the next day, mm-hmm. even after a release, and it's just like we'll just get it out because it's better for that customer to have it. And yeah, that that sort of the process around releasing has been is is taken away. That I'm not scared of it anymore. I just just get it done. I've kind of got nice scripts in place, and it just makes it easier just to um, push them out faster and iterate quicker i guess yeah absolutely it's that's actually something i have for content notified but i don't have for bnfw um of which i made another release uh this morning first release in about six months actually fixes a couple of kind of annoying bugs um 
that it just taken a little while. I've I've recently started with a new developer on that, so um, just taken a little mm-hmm. while to get them up to speed and everything. But um, yeah, uh, that's something I I say I think I said this kind of earlier in the year, and then obviously twenty twenty was you know the year that it was. Um, but I want to focus a bit more on BNFW next year. Um, yeah. And Content Notify is kind of just, it just rolls over quite nicely now. I've kind of gotten into the swing of it this year. But BNFW, I need to turn my attention back to that. So that's definitely something I'm going to be doing uh, in the new year. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, you said uh, that, um, you know, uh, WP User Manager, firstly, congratulations. You have over a year and done loads of releases. That's great. Um, what, what, have you got big plans for that next year, Integrate, stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, integrate is needs it needs a lick of paint, and it needs uh, like it's got the free version on .org, and it's got the pro version, and they are totally different user interfaces. They're totally different code bases. They were built at different times. They have both problems um, that need addressing. So there needs to be some work to unify the code base, redo it, make it a better experience for the free people to inc- encourage them to upgrade to the pro and improve mm-hmm. that journey because at the moment it doesn't even deactivate the free version so the need it needs a lot of love but i need to um i need to factor in how i'm going to spend the time doing that because at the moment wp user manager it was they were making kind of similar if if integrate had a good month it would make similar to wp user manager but wp user manager is now just like rocketed up in terms mm-hmm. of monthly revenue so I need to I need to make sure my focus is on the thing that's growing and has the biggest potential. So, yeah, 2021 will be trying to figure out how to put resources to fix integrate and make because that can grow and it, it has great potential and does well, but it just needs some love. But how do I factor that in with knowing that WP user manager needs improvements to the add-ons, it needs new add-ons, it needs marketing and it needs tending even more to keep that growth going um yeah so yeah but so i think wp user manager has to be the focus for me for 2021 um mm-hmm. like but yeah in, integrate definitely definitely could do with some love um but is that similar for you would you say is bnfw your main thing that you need to then for focus on and content notify is more of that kind of you know it's early days but it's more of a labor of love because you've been building it like yourself um, yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I get, I, I wake up and I'm excited about content notify quite literally. And, and you know, I've had like a couple, a couple of really bad weeks of sleep actually up until sort of the, this week. And every night I wake up at like it's usually about two in the morning. And the first thing mm. in my mind is, oh, I could do this with content notify. And um, yeah. that's nice. That's a lovely feeling. You know, if you're excited about your own thing, it doesn't mean I go you're out to the office and then go and do it. Um, but I uh, I write it down usually like in Trello on my phone and in, in bed and something and I get excited about that. I don't feel that way about BNFW. But the thing is, is that it's just, um, it's not that I don't love it. It's just that it I need to put my love back into it in order to get that feeling out of it again, if you see what I mean. So I, yeah. um, I that that is definitely something I need to do. I mean, I, I'd really like to tackle the website and the marketing for it. Um, that's actually a biggie. And then once I've kind of got that, I feel like I can I can redo bits of the plugin. I I really need to start consolidating. It's a bit of a mess. It's grown very organically and it needs to be reined in again. So that's something I'd like to do. And I'm hoping that now that I'm on with a new developer, um, that I can start to do that uh, a little bit easier. So that's good. Um, and and 
give them a bit more time to work on it themselves. And I'd also want to give the freedom to a developer to say, if there's anything that you feel that you could improve in this, you know, it's like, is mm. this, how is this code? Is it rubbish? Do you want to rewrite it? You know, it'd be quite nice to give them the freedom to do that as well. Um, yeah. So that's something I want to explore in the new year as well. Just try and, you know, not not let go of the reins, but just let someone else take a bit more control than I've I've been kind of willing to to give so far. Yeah, I, th- I do think because you're doing similar to me, you know, your developers are sort of outsourced either through Upwork or finding through other uh, other means. But they, I, I think that's going to be difficult to get to that stage with a, a developer working on, you know, either a hourly rate fixed, let, let's tackle this issue, then this issue, you know, that they're very much going to be blinkered into doing mm. what you set them. So I think encouraging that autonomy is going to be hard unless you've basically got a full-time employee who then is working full-time for you on that product um because otherwise they'll just they'll just go from issue to issue and then fix that fix that move on um Mm -hmm. so yeah but but that's not a bad thing to not have that like because at least you can direct them and you can keep you can keep progress because you know they're working on what you want them to work on um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean that's like it's good to know that I guess your your new developers working out and because we've both been through a bit of a hiring journey this year um, mm. and it's I, th- I feel like my, I've come to a point where the people I've I've kind of gone through like five or six developers and now I've got one or two working and it seems to be that it's reached a sweet spot where the people that I've got are, are now kind of I don't know that they're, they're operating efficiently they know the products a bit better. And they seem to be working out, which is good. So that'll be interesting to take that into 2021. Um, yeah. And they're mainly working on WPUs and manager stuff, but it would be good to know that like, once a bit more work has been done and I know that they're capable and they can sort of just take an issue and the requirements that are set in the GitHub issue, for example, and just roll with it, then I can maybe put them to integrate and start maybe using um you know other resources to to help me fix my problems because i think that's a massive theme for me in 2021 is to not try and do so much myself and yeah you have been very busy this year you um and uh, you know i I, I I know I've mentioned this to you before, but uh, you know I, I I worry for how much you you do sometimes and and how much you're you're taking on and uh, yeah so it's, it was nice to hear you say that. Sorry, I'll let you carry yeah on. Uh, no definitely I need to reclaim a bit of work life balance because you know I've still got pretty much full time work with Delicious Brains and other stuff and it's just trying to then um, do everything else myself and. I need to, yeah, I need to get some outsource, better outsourcing. Like the development stuff is good, and if I can improve on that and keep that going, then I think that's a good, a good thing. Um, but maybe support might be quite good because WPU's manager has quite a bit of support, um, mm. so I might look into that in the new year. But yeah, I need to, I need to try and sort out, maybe cut some stuff out of my work life and as like side project life that isn't, mm. I don't know, because some days you get. You know, five tickets for this, ten tickets for this, features that need to go out for this, and the day job as well. And it's like it's just oh, too much. Yeah. Um, and then you work in late at night, and you don't really get much time. And it's just made, unfortunately, twenty twenty's made it. It's enabled me to be a bad work life balance person because yeah. we've not been able to go anywhere. We've not been able to do anything. Like we've not been out, able to go out in the evening or spend time together. Like me and my wife outside of the house. Like it, all that stuff 
because we've been locked down effectively and the only thing to do is to you know sleep eat work repeat kind of thing mm-hmm. it just makes it so uh easier to um put your head down in work and ca- and carry on but also and have we talked about it before just trying to um make the most of the privilege of working online and not having to be furloughed or lose job or lose income because it's still there and I can do it, it's made me think, well, I need to capitalise on this before it goes away, potentially. So work even harder to try and keep, you know. So, mm. yeah, I think that's definitely my own issues that I need to try and resolve in, in next year. Um, I think there's an element of trying to replace the fun in life that we've lost through lockdown as well with other things. So if, you know, you're excited by writing code, like, you know, for example, plugin rank, like if that that was a project, a passion project that you wanted to get involved in and you've turned it into this this whole business, which is amazing, you know, that you've done that and everything. But you had the the time and, you know, it's something that you found enjoyable where previously you might have, you know, uh, gone out for lunch with friends or you might have gone to exactly. uh, the pub for yeah. catch-up or gone on holiday or, you know, uh, yeah. played, played a sport or something like that. So I think there's a huge amount of that. I mean, I've definitely found myself reaching for little projects that I've wanted to do, um, Case in point, my uh, heater pie project. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I've been uh, my thermostat in my office just didn't didn't want to work properly. It had a bit of a mind of its own, so I sent it back, got a refund, and programmed a Raspberry Pi to uh, switch my heater on, and now switch a humidifier on as well, and output nice. it to a little website which I can access from outside of home or inside a home. And it just gives me like it's just a table with like the data on: is the heater on? Is the humidifier on? that kind of thing you know what's the temperature what's the humidity like um and you know there's a number of other things that i want to do with it as well and it's good fun but it is a distraction from work as well and i think 2021 as we you know hopefully get the vaccine and you know things start moving back towards the direction of um what we previously called normal um there will be less time for our side projects so i suppose there will probably be a lot of um possibly culling and um you know mm-hmm. refocusing of of life back to um what what we find is necessary to make room for all those things that we lost in 2020 yeah it's such a double edged sword working in technology and and being a developer who likes to code things because it's yeah work is a, is like a hobby isn't it and so it's so easy to pick up fun things that are still work effectively whereas you know if you worked I don't know, as a travel agent and you worked at home, travel agent's a bad example, but if you work for a bank and you worked at home, you wouldn't be doing fun banking projects at the weekends using your no. same skills that you use at work. So yeah, it's 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 such a sort of a trap for hobbies that turn into side projects, that turn into distractions that, yeah, it's, yeah. As you say, hopefully 2021, when life returns to normal, things will re will recalibrate in terms of doing things and physical hobbies and an actual living life that yeah means that some of the side projects and some of the stuff that we've been mucking around with this year needs to to settle down um yeah absolutely actually on the basis of finding the balance of things i've made the decision in the last week to not accept any new work for my um web design kind of agency made with fuel Mm. Um, for 2021 I've taken the contact form off my site there's no real oh, wow. way to contact me um, yeah. you know easily you can do it through you know another means You're, it's easy to find but mm. you know it's I've, I've just 
I haven't had a massive amount of new work this this year. I've had ongoing kind of clients, um, previous clients to sort of maintain and, you know, everything. I've had some big support contracts I've been working through that I've had and are ongoing things. And I've had two plugins to deal with. But I just didn't Mm. want this thing kind of lingering over me that this might there might be this white whale coming through my um you know through mm. my website and uh, that I want to take and I think it was just it's it's actually causing stress you know to to have that on there and mm. fortunately with with all those things I've just said that I've been able to do this year and the plugins and everything um I'm not in a position where I I'm I'm needing lots of work to come in via my website so I've yeah I've made a conscious decision to accept to to not accept new work um through my agency moving into 2021 um which is which is a bit of a relief once i'd done that to my website i realized oh i feel better now i'm not worried that something's going to come in and sort of you know try and pull me in another direction for my time as yeah. well so so how does that work in in real terms for your for your sort of like monthly income going into next year are you basically maxed out with support contracts and existing customers enough to make ends meet and the plugins are a, a, a really good side to the revenue stream as well yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, this year plug-in revenue started to overtake um, client revenue. Anyway, that's and awesome, man. Yeah, Brilliant. no, it is. Yeah, um, I can't. I actually, I couldn't say if that was happening last year. It might have done towards the end of last year, but this year definitely. And I think you know that's that's part and parcel of twenty twenty, and you know, and everything that it has entailed in general. Um, but obviously, that's a trend I'd like to continue. Um, I actually was yeah. on a um, uh, like a kind of an interview thing, uh, video thing that's on YouTube, it's on my YouTube channel, um, a couple of years ago. And I remember saying that I, I was in the process of planning my build, my garden office and I said that one day, um, the, the, there's kind of the thing that I want to get to is being able to work out my garden office and, and work on my plugin and, and other things that I want to do. And I'm, mm. and I'm approaching that. I'm quite good at once I come up with an idea, it's usually because my head's done all of the previous thinking involved to come to that conclusion. And once mm. I come to that conclusion, then I kind of try and run with it. And it's it's getting there, which is quite nice. It's, it's, it's a nice feeling. So I want to continue that. I want to keep sort of chasing that dream into 2021. And I'm hoping that that will, um, that by the end of 2021, when we have this conversation again, um, that, you know, I can say that, yeah, I, that worked out. But, um, but we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's nice to have these kind of reflection moments. I'm definitely gonna. I've put on my to do list to write my year in review post, which I've been doing since 2013. It seems it will seem a bit weird doing it this year, but it'll be nice to still reflect on things. Um, but it's nice to have this conversation, and, and then, as you say, next year have the same and see where we are. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for for the future, and part of that is to do with the growth of WP User Manager. Like I was thinking, it's and that's a, another sort of problematic area in terms of my work-life balance is because when WP's manager this year and back end of last year when I sort of bought it it was sort of steady there was it was some growth um in terms of like monthly revenue um but it was pretty stable doing well but you know and now it's kind of grown quite a lot and I'm finding that growth addictive because Mm -hmm. I can see well look this these these changes I've made this add-on released um, I'm getting customers asking what about this add-on which I'm working on and it's pushing me to just keep adding more and building more and and going forward and and like I need to slow that down obviously for work-life balance purposes and like we've talked about but 
yeah, the, the the growth I'm seeing is making me just want to keep pushing on with that, um, which is good. I'm I'm really happy for that, and I'm I'm grateful that it's sort of working out as I sort of planned that buying it would be something that I could improve on and and grow, and it had the potential. And unfortunately, 2020, the year that it's been with COVID and everybody, you know, businesses online rather than offline, and um, people at home and communities and um, groups of people that have been kind of like broken apart by having to just be in lockdown has meant that I I presume there's a lot more websites being built that are either membership community based websites and Mm. WP user manager is best placed for that which has kind of been I don't know whether or not it's been like a massive factor in its growth um, but it's certainly uh, a niche that's been actually well served by the pandemic um which is sad and good at the same time yeah that that'll happen i mean look at zoom you know yeah um exactly example you know it's just one of those things you just happen to have something that meets people's needs at a time when they need it you know that's not that's not a bad thing you know you're not profiteering from from something um bad it's not done with any intent it's it it was already there and you know that's what you were doing you weren't angling it you weren't marketing it towards that or anything so yeah. yeah no true yeah. Um, yeah. So, so don't worry too much about it. I'm going to put you on the spot now and uh, yeah. ask you. Uh, you know, you're saying about you know uh, time, and you've got these other things that are pushing you to go forward. You've got plugin rank. You've got um, integrate to a smaller extent, but obviously you've got um, WP user manager. Um, you know, you do, you obviously launched WP content as well. io this year as yes. well, which I know is not yeah. a you know it's just a it's just something that's kind of rolls on in its own more or less. But um, is there a is there a do you see a time when maybe you know you don't have time for the client work like you don't have time for delicious brains anymore yeah good question somebody else asked me this the other day and i feel like at the moment the benefits of working for delicious brains and i don't just mean monetary the benefits of working yeah. for delicious brains outweigh not working for delicious brains because i feel like mm-hmm. all the stuff i'm doing on the side has been is putting into practice stuff I've learned whilst working for Delicious Brains. So, yeah, and it's a great, so because it's about selling plugins and doing it in a way that like Delicious Brains is obviously, you know, 100 times bigger than me as a plugin shop. 100 100 times is probably not even, is is an understatement, but seeing how like a well-oiled plugin shop sells and makes thousands in revenue Mm-hmm. because it's not yeah like that they are sort of doing really well and so the learnings i've got from working in that environment and now becoming like a product manager for so i'm not even a developer anymore in delicious brains i'm a product manager for the plugins keeping mm-hmm. migrate db pro and offload media sort of on track throughout the year with releases looking at marketing opportunities improving the product talking to customers all of that stuff that stuff is brilliant because I can just apply that in a small ways to my own stuff. Um, yeah, nice. So yeah, I think I don't th- I don't see myself changing that um, arrangement in twenty twenty one necessarily. Mm-hmm. I do some other client work which I probably need to rail back on or you know pull back on. But the I th- yeah, I, I feel like before I would ever go fully just on my own stuff. I feel like I need to go through more of a transition where I'm still working in Delish Brains on Delish Brains stuff, but potentially just outsourcing more of my own stuff. 
So mm -hmm. instead of being a developer on WP User Manager and me doing some development, me doing some support, me doing some of the marketing, just try and outsource as much as possible and then manage that. And then that's less work. I mean, it's, it's less work. That's so optimistic because it's probably more work to manage other people. But just to allow me to still do Delicious Brain stuff and keep the side projects going, but from more of a higher level bird's eye perspective rather than being, you know, pushing out releases and doing development and just getting other people to do that. Um, so yeah. I guess that's that's the immediate goal. Um, yeah. It's a different kind of work though, isn't it? Because, um, and it's a it makes a nice break from doing just code all the time. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I totally get, totally get that. Um, I've been trying to do a bit more of that. I mean, I felt like this year I've just become 100% web developer rather than, you know, I, it used to be a couple of years ago, it was a 50-50 split of design and development. And then it was moving more towards development. This year has just been basically 100%. So I was looking for other things to do. So I started to get into, while well, still development related, like um, looking at designs with Tailwind, things like that, mm. just like fun things. Um, I was thinking about like doing more videos for YouTube and stuff like that. So just just to kind of break it all up a bit. So I totally, I totally understand that. Is there an opportunity? Do you think uh, to reduce your hours, or do you think it would just you just keep it as is for the uh, absolute foreseeable? Yeah, maybe. I think I've, I've sort of semi reduced them a little well, by a couple of hours a week this week this year anyway. Um, mm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I t let's just see how it goes. I think, um, I don't know. I keep, I always seem to th think that you can get to a point where you're like, right, get this release out of WP User Manager, get this feature done for Plugin Rank, and then they can sit for a while. Mm -hmm. And once you've reached that point, you can just calm down. But that never happens, does it? No, um, it doesn't. <laughs> and it, you do that with life, don't you? Like once, oh, it's just a really tough week. Let's get through this week, and it'll be fine. Or and it never like there's always something else, um, but yeah, I th I feel like once some other stuff is out the door, I can I can consolidate and um, yeah, and and then maybe just focus on delicious brain stuff or well focus on just trying to improve the work life balance. But yeah, I'll probably keep hours as it is. I think yeah. I think yeah. that's what holidays are for, aren't they? They force you to actually take a, a stop for a minute and kind of um, reassess a little bit. So I'm, I think that it sounds like for the both of us that Christmas is coming at the right time and uh, allows us to just take a step back and do something else for a minute, you know, just eat loads yeah. of food or something, you know, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think it sounds like that that's what needed. I mean, you know, I released 1.4 a few days ago, Content Notify, and um, literally the next day I was like, that next big feature that I really want to do, I just want to get started on it. And I was like, don't that, do it. You'll just wind yourself up before yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christmas. It, it's almost like a self-sabotage thing. Like, I don't know why yeah. that happens. But yeah, exa exactly right. You'll release something and you'll be like, right, okay, that's great. That's out the door. Possibly the next feature for the big plugin, big release is this. Oh, shall I just investigate how to do it? Shall I just... And then you start building it and you're like, what are you doing? It's now like 11 o'clock at night. Just stop. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's and and that's what I mean about the growth being addictive because if you see that you know you're you're making improvements and you're kind of meeting customer expectations if they've asked for stuff or and it's been a well requested feature and then you get around to building it and you can see that it, like if your revenue's going up then you're just like I need to I need to keep doing this I I, I can just do more and it improve more and like yeah just need to calm the hell down like. 
Yeah, yeah. Think- it's actually something I want to factor in because, like, my my releases since the first version of Content Artify have been like clockwork, almost to the day, every single month up until now. Oh, wow. There's there's two major features that I'm developing in the first part of next year, and I need to. Uh, I think each one is going to take about two months to do. But I am mm. going to try and force myself to take like a few days off or a week off or something in between releases just to take a break. Just say, oh, mm. like your reward for all the hard work you put in over the last month, two months, whatever it might be. Uh, and then, you know, to focus on something else, you know, even if that's that little moment, like for you, for example, you know, you could do that with WU user manager and then you take that week to work on integrate. So you're still knocking these things out. Yeah. But it's a little change of pace every every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think Yeah, I, I, that was kind of my plan at, at one point in the year where I was like, right, if I've got WP's manager integrate and plugin rank and those are the three main side projects that are, you know, doing various amounts of money but making money, I need to kind of have sprints that go right one week or two weeks work on WP's manager, get some stuff done, push it out. Next, turn your attention to integrate and then do plug-in rank but that doesn't uh, yeah that needs a lot of willpower and depending on like the immediate needs of customers like bugs or hot fixes um it's it's hard to then uh keep on that schedule but it's also hard to control uh, to control myself because like if mm. if you've got a if you pull at a thread of a feature that you need that you think is going to be amazing or it's a really important feature for the product and you pull at a thread at it then you're down the rabbit hole and I can't stop myself from, from building that feature. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't, yeah, I, I'll definitely be recapping you in the next year to see how I'm going. I feel like I need to also mm. do some stuff where I'm just like, right, take some, take a couple of days off, like you said, and just almost do nothing, almost have like a holiday in between just to kind of, to recharge. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be a we... challenge for next year for definite. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, you know, like we said before, this has turned into a bit of a mastermind for us, you know, um, every once in a while just to kind of check in, see how we're doing and everything. Maybe we just check in with each other a bit more in the new year, mm. you know, and, and try yeah. and keep each other on, on track. That's, you know, the, ultimately is what a mastermind is. Maybe we should try and do that. So if you said to me, Jack, I'm going to take a break in between releases, I'll try and keep you to that and, you know, vice yeah. versa. Um, could yeah, be something. It, it is quite good. I mean, I... And then that's the other benefit of working for Delicious Brains. It's working with the team and with the people. And Ashley Rich, who's he's the guy that does, um, he's basically on Spin Up WP. But he's also he's got his side project, which is Reply Box, the commenting system. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is you know uh, it's a SaaS app with a WordPress plugin integration, so you could use it on any site. It doesn't have to be WordPress, but it's a SaaS application. So we kind of try to keep each other on track a little bit with just checking in now and again how we're doing for plugin rank reply box how's revenue how's churn how's like i don't know what what features are you working on what you stuck on um so yeah we should do that with the plugins for sure because that would be helpful because it is quite nice to just have like that it's almost like a buddy system of um yeah, if you if you're languishing, just going, oh, I'm working a slogging away on this feature, but it's not getting anywhere. You just might talking to somebody might give you that oomph to carry on, but also like, you know, if you, it's almost like it's not friendly competition. That's not the word for it, but you know, when you hear other people doing well, it motivates you to do well as well because you mm-hmm. want to like, you know, you you know it's potent possible. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, we should do that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now that sounds good. Um, just uh, before I forget, you didn't do anything for Black Friday, did you? Cyber Monday? No, I, no, I was too late really to sort of sort it out. And I, I don't know whether or not this was the right decision or not, but I kind of felt that because November was like the, a record month for me coming up to the 27th already, I, mm. I was a bit, I felt bad that suddenly whacking on like a 50% discount for customers obviously from the 27th onwards for new customers when I'd had a record month which means I'd had the most customers probably ever in November and paying the higher prices which I'd introduced in in October and it just felt really bad for those those people they probably wouldn't have known but do you know what I mean to so then because you I still would have sent the email to my list to say Black Friday's on blah 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 um so yeah I just a combination of not wanting to devalue the product and what other people had bought it for from the full price but also um i was just too late so anything i would have done would have been really minimal like it, it would have just been a, an alert bar on the site maybe an email mm. to my list a tweet and you know i don't know it it felt like i don't know how you, you got you feel about it i know it seems to be the way forward in wordpress and everybody seems to get a big revenue jump at that point but I don't know. Like, I feel like if people are going to buy the plugin, they need it for a website. They need either need it for a client site that they are getting paid to do anyway, or they need it for a personal project. Like, I feel like they're going to buy it. Whatever. It's not like, you know, you see the Wesbos online courses for JavaScript or React or whatever stuff that isn't necessarily needed as a purchase by you or me. But when it comes to Black Friday, we might take advantage of that because it's like a luxury luxury purchase. Is probably not the right word but it's something that you don't necessarily need but when you see it discounted you think it's a good time to buy it but with plugins that are going to run your site or run a client site that you need to do your job you're going to need that whenever like why would you it just seems silly to wait and in encourage that waiting for the sale yeah anyway, i know what you yeah. mean um firstly i think there's lots of examples that you could give um i mean for example it might be that someone's really wanting to try out your plugin but they're not, you know, it's for a project or it's it's just something they want to try because people enjoy kind of installing and configuring plugins. You know, that's something I know that people would like to do. Um, and it might be that they're just waiting for that as an opportunity to say, well, I don't, mm. I don't, it's not, it's not important to me, but when it comes up for uh, a sale, True. I'll yeah. buy it then or something. I think there's lots of different examples of when someone might want to buy something and it's not always because they absolutely need it at that specific moment. Um, to be fair, I just did a tweet and an alert bar on the site because um, mm. I did do Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and I yeah. had the best sales day on Black Friday that I've ever had for BNFW. Oh, wow. I was delighted. Um, I extended my promo pricing through um, uh, to the end of Cyber Monday for Content Notify and said after that the price goes up. So I added a bit of a kind of a, you know, a time limit on it and I also put yeah. a countdown clock on the site as well um, and that resulted in a few sales for that so that's good it's very early days for that plugin so I'm not kind of looking at anything major but um, you know sales have been ticking over for that which is nice um, so yeah I think it's I think it's worth doing personally I think I've done one every year maybe mm. not last year but I have done one every year and it and I've always got something out of it but this year was quite big for me um, for some reason oh, that's, that's so good uh, and uh, presumably that's not I mean, do you, I can't remember. Do you have lifetime licenses, or are you just having no. annual? So, so it's people that yeah. have discounted for the first year, but they will be charged full price next year. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was um, it was which thirty percent off um, this yeah. year, um, which is a hefty chunk. 
and um, yeah, it it it, was, it it all worked out quite quite well. I thought, and oh, it was off everything. So add on bundles, you know, single add ons, everything. So yeah, um, yeah, it's but, good to, um, it's good there's to no hear, right or yeah. wrong way to do it. Some people do, no. it, some people don't. I think last year I did do the I did did a twenty or thirty percent sale. Maybe I did a fifty percent sale for Integrate and WP User Manager, and I was a bit underwhelmed by it. It wasn't like a crazy day um, for sales, and maybe that was due to just marketing or you know WP User Manager wasn't getting as many eyes on the site at that point, whereas now it would have done. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm kind of happy with things, um, but maybe I need to plan it better next year. Um, maybe I'm just making excuses for my laziness, and it got too late, and I was screwed. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, and firstly, and, and the other thing was well, I was going to say, don't feel bad about discounting it. People run sales all the time for all kinds of things um, mm. uh, with no consideration towards uh, customers uh, either. Yeah, it's you know, if if you worked in a shop, I used to work in a clothes shop when I was a teenager, and they used to have a summer sale every year. And it was instantly 50% off. So it was, the idea was that it cleared out all of the summer stock ready for the autumn winter stock. Yeah. And um, basically you had people, that not many people, but you had a few people, this is the only repercussion from it, that um, the a few people that came in and said, I bought this t-shirt for say 25 quid or something. Um, they would come in, they would um, get a refund for it and they could buy that t-shirt again at £12.50 mm. as well as another t-shirt for £12.50. There were only a handful of people that ever did that. Yeah. Um, most of the time people came in and it once we had a sale it went berserk. So yeah. it just, I think it's a similar sort of thing. It might not be a physical product, it might not be clearing out old inventory or anything like that. But you know, people do it all the time. It's just something that happens. It's a very natural thing in when you're selling anything I think to, yeah. to sell something for a little bit less. I do agree, and I I know that that is definitely a tried and tested technique, and it is a thing. But I I do feel that that is slightly more acceptable for physical products, like you say, with an inventory where yeah. you need to clear the stock. Whereas you know my my zip file of a plugin that is the same today as it was yesterday, and it's not. I don't need to sh to get rid of that stock. It's yeah. It's a. Uh, it feels different, but yeah, I probably will do it next year because I know it's a big thing, and and maybe. Um, maybe just at the point I'm at at the moment, it will be better served next year doing a, a sale. But mm. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, nice. Well, I mean, we want to keep this one short and sweet. Um, yeah, it's been a good catch up. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's been um, yeah very short and sweet actually. It's been good. It's been good, and it's been nice to sort of um, see you and talk to you. And you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you throughout over the course of the year. And it's such a shame that we couldn't obviously get together and do another like you know. Uh, pressing matters in person or pressing matters live kind of thing where me and you get together in a, ca a cafe or something like that we did last year and you know, record I know yeah it. although I know the sound quality of that episode wasn't very good you know which we could always do it somewhere else um, yeah. but hopefully you know this year coming we can do that or um, or something yeah. so that'd be good yeah exactly uh, yeah because it was be November really November last year was our first year anniversary so we've gone we've we've blitzed through the second year anniversary without sort of noting it um, I, know. Which is, I know it's good I mean yeah, it's obviously been not perhaps as productive in terms of episode numbers this year for obvious reasons and just cracking on with stuff. But it's great that we've we're still here. Like um, two years later, um, that was my biggest fear for starting the podcast that we just have that initial um, flurry of episodes and and getting excited about it, and then it would it would fizzle out and we wouldn't be able to sustain it. So yeah, we started twenty eighteen in November. So yeah, great. Yeah, Good work. absolutely. No, I'm delighted. Yeah. Um, yeah, before I go, I just want to say something 
uh, I was going to mention to you something I've been doing that's been really good fun, just because I haven't really felt like I've had a lot of good fun recently, apart from making eggnog last weekend, which was amazing. Never had eggnog before. If you haven't, (laughs) give it a go. My word. That was a revelation. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, nice. Gonna be a nog fiend for the rest of the holiday. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, I have been trying to auto automate my way through Christmas by doing things like getting those smart plugs and uh-huh. uh, having them so like at every, certain times of the day, stuff like that. Like the Christmas tree lights will come on, and like the outside lights will come on. We just got some lights right around our porch and stuff. And I've been trying to do fun kind of automation things, and I think I hit sort of. For me, peak automation the other day with the equipment that I have, when I set it to um, when when someone arrives home, like when it's when you'd say like no one's in the house, first person arrives home, it will as soon as you pull up into the drive, it will turn the outside lights on and the Christmas tree lights on, and when you go through the door, um, I've got two HomePod minis which I got a couple oh months God. ago. <laughs> yeah, you, one in the dining room, one in the kitchen, and it plays. Um, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, you you, you can also that, you? you can invoke you could, it by saying it. "Hey Siri, ho ho ho," and it will do it as well. Oh, you are just Mr. Christmas, but unfortunately, you didn't do your Christmas tree video. Um, I didn't. I've been doing a Christmas. If you don't know and you're listening, I've been recording. Uh, at first, it was me, and my girlfriend. Then, obviously, me and my girlfriend added to my wife, and then. Uh, you know, me with my daughter and then me, uh, well, sorry, me and my wife with a daughter and then me and my wife with my daughter and my son all putting up the Christmas tree um, in like as a stop motion video. And I did that for 10 years and I got really tired of like not taking in the experience, especially with having children around of like putting up the tree. So I decided mm-hmm. this year not to do it. And I, I honestly don't regret not doing it. I'm not going to, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it again. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm pleased I didn't do it. But yeah, there's. I'm sure there's. If you search through my Twitter, there'll be a previous link of us putting up the Christmas tree uh, and stuff. So yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, but I'm I do. I do remember too. watching a few of those back in the day when we just knew each other a little bit online uh, via Twitter and stuff. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a nice thing to have. A, at least you've got different years where you've got your daughter and now your son, and you've got every, yeah everyone in it. But I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just. When I when we went away for the Delicious Brains retreat to Jamaica and I videoed everything and I was really concentrating on doing getting footage and getting really good shots and then putting it all together and thinking about the editing and then making a video. Like I totally didn't enjoy the, the retreat as much because yeah. it was all about the video. So when we went to Berlin I didn't do it and it was it was much better. It's it's all consuming stuff like that. Um, it can be. Yeah, absolutely yeah. it can. Yeah, it takes the edge off doing doing stuff. But um, yeah, so automating Christmas, I've I've actually just ordered some more plugs, so I'm going to try and do a bit more with that. It's good fun. It is really good fun. <laughs> You're addicted to automating. Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah, I think next year is going to be my year of automating stuff as well. So, um, so yeah. But anyway, it's been great catching up with you, Ian, as I say, and I hope you have a lovely Christmas and New Year. And yeah, same to you. I will. We will talk again in the New Year. Bring on 2021. Yeah. Let's hope it's a better one. Yes, indeed. And everyone, thanks for listening to us in 2020. It's been obviously ups and downs of the year. We've had some coronavirus catch-ups and some really good interviews. And yeah, I, I'm pleased with with uh, the podcast. And so yeah, thanks for listening and see you in 2021. Cheers. Cheers.